0: literally I don't have it now but I I literally stole the bracket. I stole it because we were the we were the, the four undefeated left. There's only four undefeated left. And out of all these guys, we were the only California team left in the winners bracket. We were the only California team left in the winners bracket. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the car ride home. I'm here with Marty Tyson, the founder of the Corona Angels, um, also one of our Alliance Fast Pitch board members. And Marty, I do this, well, this is the fourth episode. I'm pretty pumped that this is your first podcast, but every once in the car ride home, I want to set the stage. So I'm sure you've spent many car rides, whether as the athlete or as the dad, as the coach. Um, So first off, what are we listening to? What kind of music are we listening to on our car ride?
0: Uh, Well, you know, the the, the crazy thing is, um, with all my kids, we all would, um, we'd all sing uh, uh, Fire and Desire. And so man, by Rick James and Tina Marie. So that's, we'd all have our verses, you know what I mean? So that was, you know, that enjoyed that song. It's like one of our favorite songs with all my kids, you know what I mean? So we all had, all my kids were, Like different in age, like Dina's 10 years older than Donna. Dina's five years older than Victoria. So, you know what I mean? So, it's the last three. We had three kids in five years. So, it's the last three. So, Dina, you know, it's probably why Dina had all her kids back to back because she felt like basically she was like by herself, you know?
1: (laughs) But they all listen to the same. I like that. Yeah. What about, uh, so after a tournament, we got to stop to eat. Where, Where are we stopping to eat in the car, right?
0: Well, uh, well, you know, we like Kentucky fried chicken, something like that, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, always uh, my wife loves in and out. So, you know, just really who's, who is really in going to make a decision, you know what I mean? That's, that's a big part of it, you know? So, man, just, again, you know, it always depends on how the weekend went or whatever. So they always dictate that. And always, you know, again, it's nothing to brag about, but it's, it's just what it is. I've always, since I was playing Little League, I've always been a sore loser, you know what I mean? And so, man, even as, you know, as as an adult, I've always been a, kind of like a sore loser. So I'm like, man, let's get home. Let's get on a plane. Like, you're out of state, you know what I mean? <laughs> When's the next flight out, you know what I mean? Like, understand it. You so know depending on if you win or lose, that's where it depends on where you're going, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's funny, we were, uh, uh we, when we had the COVID, you know, wasn't PGF didn't go. And so we did the uh, ASA nationals in, in Virginia. And so uh, uh, we had two four teams go. And so anyway, my, uh, my four teams took third and uh, our other 14 team made to the national championship. And I'm like, oh man, there's no, they can't. So I had to go out there and, and sit through it all. You know, I mean, I had to go in like, man, my, you know, sit and support them. You know, Corona Angel, you know, I mean, they're still Corona Angels. So, man, it was like, man, they wind up taking uh, Felton Olison coached that team there. They wind up taking second. Those kids now are seniors. So those kids that was on like, you know, we have the basically we we said those group of kids made uh, Felton Olison in our program because they were like, you know, they beat my team and they finished ahead. And and so, man, th- those kids, and I have I have I have some of those kids uh, on my 18 team now. And when we did our senior day, did, all those kids, like, took a picture together. You know what I mean? I was, like, going to go over there and slug them. They all took a picture. Like, <laughs> hey, we were the team. You know what I mean? We were the team that finished higher than me. You know what I'm saying? At Nationals. That's- so yeah, they, they take great pride in that.
1: That's hilarious. We're, we're going to get back to even some of the alumni and, and things that you do. So with it being a car ride, and I, I think I've heard you tell a couple of stories. When I, when I tell you the, the car ride home, and that could be from practice, tournaments, games. What's one of the most memorable car rides that you turned into maybe a teaching lesson with one of your daughters?
0: Well, I think that I think the it's always I would even because it wasn't on a. I, uh, she wasn't riding with me. It was it was a crazy thing is uh Dina as a sophomore, sophomore junior, sophomore thing, she uh, played in the CIF championship game. And man, she uh was always an outfielder in travel ball, but uh she had to play four years of shortstop in high school. So anyway, uh they were playing Jessica Vandalin's team and Dina, you know, Jessica went to Florida State and player of the year, all the garbage that she did well anyway uh Dina had a couple hits and this that and the other and man in the during the game she had booted the ball and man it kind of cost them the game right and then she her travel ball team was in Arizona in a qualifier so that was a Saturday and I'm like your team needs you in Arizona so dude she she lost the championship game Saturday and man she was we flew her out to Arizona for a qualifier for her, her team. And I had in that, in between all that I had wrote her a letter and told her like, man, what a great, you know, just a learn experience of that one being in that position and, 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 and doing it for your team and doing all those things. And then understanding that in 24 hours, your, your other, tra- your travel ball team is trying to qualify for nationals. So it's understanding it. And so that, man that was a big thing and a team qualified and you know I didn't because I didn't I didn't drive with her I didn't fly with her so you know what I mean so it was just all those things of okay man you you, you get you want to put down something that's gonna um, make them inspire them to continue to go and and understand like the, it was a big is a big loss in her life so probably one of the biggest loss in her life at that point of, of her life and then understanding like okay how do you move on from it and what you do You know what I mean? So that was a a, a huge thing. And so, man, and, but plane rides, you know, you guys, this is before, you know, they they don't have it as much as they did. That's why there's a reason why I don't watch or or listen to social media because I had uh, lost three straight national championship games in three different age groups. So people were calling me like Marty Levy, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I it's crazy in, in three different age groups. So man, I, I lost the national championship game. I got, I got double dipped in tens. Then we did 12s. We made it to the national championship in 12s. Then in first year, 14s, we made it to the national championship in 14s in Georgia. And then uh, in Iowa, uh, was my fourth national championship. And we finally won one. So man, is that, and then we had to come from the if game. So that that was like even in in that it was like so you start understanding that thought process. So man, it's it's all those experiences with all those kids, you know what I mean? And so you start I say like you, we're talking about a car ride home because the car ride is is anything. I think that the year that we that we wanted all those kids on that team that we had lost in the backfields and. This is crazy to say, but I'm just going to say it the way it was. I hadn't lost a at a, 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 a Nationals. I hadn't lost before Friday. I'd never lost before Friday. And so that was the first time that I'd lost on Friday. I lost before Friday. And so, man, we're in the backfields, and I told our team, we're not done, and we're not embarrassed. And I made them walk through the whole park. We walked from the backfields all the way through the front like our cars are parked by the back of the fields I made our team walk through the whole park back to the front we came back and won 11 games and won it all but I'm just saying like you just talk about those things of 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 doing and understanding the thought process and so th- those things were a lot of times we we're saying my daughters I was telling them I was doing a podcast about the drive home and and they were like saying my daughter Dominique said Oh, it wasn't really the drive's homes. It was in the backyard. That's where everything took care. That's when neighbors would come over and like, hey, is everything all right over here? You know what I'm saying? Like you start understanding that thought process. Because man, if it was it was a bad, bad thing, you know what I mean? Uh oh, they would be with they they would jump in the car with their mom real quick. You know what I'm saying? So man, you start understanding the thought process of, of what we're doing and how we're doing it. And and it's, you know, COVID was. Uh, uh, like, you know, all my kids have gotten older. So like COVID had was where we weren't playing in California and we're going to Arizona like every other weekend and we was driving and, and and, man, in that year, like, you know, uh, me and my daughter, Dominique, we had, you know, man, I'm a, I'm a numbers guy. So I always like to talk finances with her and with the kids. And one time me and Dina, me, Dina, and, uh, Dom went to a qualifier. We went to a qualifier in Arizona. So we all drove. We drove together. You know what I mean? And so like I'd say about being a bad loser, that, you know, man, we had we had lost. That that team that won, they're juniors now. So in our first qualifier, we went. We all drove with Dina and everything. And, and man, dude, I had lost. And I went straight to the hotel. And Dom was, in, Dom was sharing the room with me. And we had drove. And man, I'll forget to eat. So, man, I'm like, man, I wake up, it's like 8.30 at night, and I look at Dom on the bed, I'm like, damn, dog, you hungry? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, I hadn't, I hadn't even ate. Like, Dom's like, damn, dad, thank God. You know what I mean? Like, dude, like, so I hadn't even ate. Like, you know what I mean? I probably got a, like a six-pack and 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 went straight to our, to the room. You know what I mean? But I had Dominique with me. So, man, that, you, that was a, a lot of things. You know what I mean? You start understanding. So, man. Those drives were amazing. And then wow. I was old enough to drive.
1: I want to go back to the competitor because I obviously that probably stems back from you and your playing days. Where where does that competitiveness come from that you still have up to this day? Yeah, it's,
0: it's you know, being around a, a, a bunch of people, like I say, I'm going to give everything to that we do to Bob Beck. Like, you know, again, it's he, you know, I came from a baseball factory, you know, Ontario High School. We had like guys get drafted. You know, so man, it was just the standard of ball, and then the people you're playing with were amazing players. So it just taught, and and then, but just a spirit of 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 just your in your mindset of of not losing. You know what I mean? So man, like uh, dude, no matter what, no matter what, just losing has always been uh, a, a tough thing for me to swallow. You know what I mean? And so man, in, in little league, like man. I, just just uh, throwing things and this that and the other so i i I tell every i tell i I say man my first year in the minor leagues i would go in and and i would tell my kid i tell this all the time to everyone like this the first person that told me i was insane but wasn't the last person you know is that man i'm up here tearing up everything in the dugout throwing bats i'm mad right i'm in pikeville kentucky and my manager tells me says dude you're absolutely insane You're coming up there and doing the same thing over and over. You're coming up there, making the same mistake. You're long. You're making a mistake over and over. And then you come in here and expect a different result. You're absolutely insane, Tyson. And I'm like, man, I said, man, that making the same mistake over and over and not making a, inspecting a different result. Like, that's insane. So I I, I say, man, this is, that's a spirit that's kind of like been with me. And so, man, it it ignites you and just in everything that you kind of do.
1: I love that. I, love, I think I was that player too, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like I never let
0: Dina win, you know what I mean? And, and shoot some ladders. Like, no, if you're going to win, you're going to earn it. Like, so I, I instilled that in my kids. Like no one was, I didn't give them, like, I didn't give them anything. I raised four daughters too. Like, nah, you're going to, you're going to have to win. And, and you know what I mean? And like, it's funny, we were, we had these big ass, uh, boxing gloves or during a Christmas and we were messing around and I was like, just, tab- I was messing with Victoria and I accidentally gave Tori a bloody nose, like, man, like, boom, like, yo, my God, like, we're just messing around. So, you know what I mean? So I, I instill my kids to the the, the, the winning is winning is winning and, and there's no, there's, you know, second to second, you know what I mean? And so that's what you, you understand the thought process. And so you start having that and, and, and that, and i think that all of them have a little bit have that inside them about at the end of the day one what it takes to win you know what i mean like that's that's the the other thing is about winning it goes hand in hand and and i and i, and I think that gift is is the, the hard workers the people who work the hardest those are the people who win you know what i mean at the end of the day you can get you can't sustain winning Without the, the the work ethic first and and the mindset, so you know it goes hand in hand. So that's a huge thing about what what we try to do here with our kids.
1: Well, Marty, I want to go back to starting Corona Angels, and obviously you've mentioned you have four daughters. I would imagine that goes back to to Dina. But what was your vision? Go back to was it 1998 when you actually started the Corona Angels? You know, what was that for not only Dina, but for all of the athletes and, and for all your daughters to go through?
0: Well, and and, and I and I say about starting the Corona Angels, one is, and I, I say this a lot, is that, you know, I was coaching Dina, um, my first, uh, as as I tell everybody about, you look at success, you know, my first travel ball team was the goal rush, right? The Corona goal rush, and we were 12U, and man, I didn't realize that well I had all 11 year olds I mean had all 12 year olds and I had one 11 year old so we went we went to Amani Springs Florida and we wind up taking nine that year like everybody they they see us all these old guys I'm an old guy now I'm 58 but I started in rec ball like everybody else did so I basically took my all-star team and we became the corona Gold rush and Dina was the only 11 year old on the team. So we had a great year, took ninth and man only had one player left. So I'm like, dude. And so everybody looked like this, the, the people are so confusing that they look at the Batbusters and Corona angels, but Mike is one of my closest friends. And th- so Mike did it the right way. He had younger players. And so then Dina played 12U that, year with Mike because Mike had the youngest returning team and so then she played with um, Mike for Tough Enough you know what I mean and so then that's then from there um, Dina was a seventh grader and it was crazy because you know it was, this was before when we had the good birthday September birthdays before it went to January and so Dina was a seventh grader but everybody was on the team was a sixth grader and everybody was people were telling me like man that's crazy, though, because you got to realize Dina's playing because because of her birthday that Dina was allowed to play 12s when she was a seventh grader. And everybody was like saying, yeah, there was only two seventh graders on our team. Everybody else was sixth graders. So Dina played and and Napoleon Sparks. Uh, I give him all the credit in the world because I, I wasn't doing anything. My, my daughter was went and played for Mike and I was sitting here and he came to my home and he says, bro, you did a good job coaching. Do you want to continue to coach? And I'm like. I'm not gonna. I don't know, because you got to realize I came from all brothers, so I didn't like the softball was just like getting going, and and it was our my second year in travel ball. So I'm like, mm, yeah, I'll coach, and we I started coaching SoCal Crunch, and 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 coaching SoCal Crunch with Nap uh, Dina came over and played with us, so I had Dina for two years, and then I'm gonna say w- what we're doing is like, uh, understanding that what we're gonna do and start over, start over was this, that now I had four daughters and I gave my plan was to give each kid five years. So Dina was now 14. And so now it's like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna start something. But Dina played and and, and Dina started playing for uh Del Moore and, and they were in Simi Valley and we live in Corona. And I was like, man, I, I wanna start something local where we didn't have to drive these all these hours. And so thus, uh, I started the Corona Angels. So it was like, man, for the 15 freeway, I'm like, man, I'm gonna own the 15 freeway. Like, I'm gonna focus only on the Inland Empire. You know what I mean? Like, man, so the, the, the Inland Empire, cause you know, Orange County's a power, San Diego's a power. And I'm like, I am going to focus on the Inland Empire. And I'm going to develop something out of here. So I want, I was like the best players in this, in this city, in this county, I I want to try to keep them in, in our program. So, yeah, absolutely.
1: I would say you've done that. Well, it's kind
0: of a pretty good job.
1: Even because I I watch you coach now and it makes so much sense of you came from all brothers. You were an athlete yourself in a locker room. I do want you to talk eventually about even being a correctional officer too. Absolutely. But how that has inspired and influenced how you coach girls? Like, do you remember? Was there ever a shift? You're like, I need to take it easier on the girls, or no? Nope.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, there we go. That it, it, it's crazy that that at the end, at the at, at at, I would say like it was my third year in in softball where where you start thinking like this about girls that they don't care how much you know they care how much you how much you care and so girls are different from boys in that respect so and it's like the the people like you say the people on the outside don't really don't really know you know know us know me they see me on that field and I'm like oh my god but as you go I tell everybody who come over here like man all right you're on the honeymoon and I also put pressure on them The, the not pressure but I would say is this I'm like when, when will it be time that you kind of get what we're teaching you? Like, you let me know when it's like, you, you're going to be accountable. Like, cool. Cause when they first get here, I'm like, man, like I have a new player on, on the eighth grade team and you know, I'm, I'm a guest coach on the eighth grade team. And so we were playing a couple weeks ago and one of the parents had said, Oh, I want to get, I want to, I want to get that Marty that she gets. And I says, this kid has been in here for a couple, three weeks. Your daughter's been hitting for three years. So you want me to talk to her like someone who's been hitting with me for three years? No, no. Your daughter has been. And I said, and that's probably the biggest problem that you're, you, instead of you being angry at your daughter that she's been hitting here for three years and the other kids here been here for three weeks that you thought they would be kind of treated the same. It, they just wouldn't. So that's what I tell everybody. When people first come, they're on the honeymoon. Then like this, because girls, they want to know that you like, you care for them. They're the Girls are, 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 are way more loyal than boys. They're, 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 they'll are they're go through a wall for you. Once they know like, dude, at the end of the day, I want you to live your best life. I want you to, I really want you to prosper in in this, not just in this game, but in life. And so, man, that's, that is uh, the biggest thing. And so is that, and, 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 and the thing that makes you, that makes your heart warm about this is that, man, my players, I get invited to weddings. And so, man, like, man, and and, and these are like, like Rainey Gaffin in Florida, Destinating West. I'm going to, we're going to a wedding next month, you know, man, for Alexis Osorio in New Mexico, in some resort in Mexico, you know what I mean? It's like, man, that that thought process that i went to the howard uh ucla game man that me and donna threw out the first pitch and to see that stephanie rosa heard that i was going to be there and you know stephanie rosa she graduated in 2011. you know it's like dude almost made me cry seeing her you know what i mean and that's that's the whole deal of of who we are is like being a being a family and so understanding that and, and i'm i'm like i say with Donna, I promised my wife, it's so crazy to think like it's gonna be 11 years that I kept saying, cause I usually coach two teams. I wasn't coaching two teams. And cause I was like, okay, my little Donna is my last one. She graduated in 2012. So I told my wife, you know, we've been doing it for a while and that I was gonna retire with little Donna at, at, in 2012. So that was like my real plan. Cause I wasn't doing two teams. And then the crazy thing is, that we had a, a player family like saying, "Hey, would you come out and just help us in our tryout?" And I went out and and I and I helped them in their tryout. And and in that tryout, uh, uh, this twelve-year-old kid came to our to the tryout, and uh, not only did it, it made me continue in softball it was like it's, it's making for him. And so, man, that that twelve-year-old kid, like I was literally. Literally, I was like, I wasn't coach. like I'm literally I'm coaching two teams. So there's no retirement right now because I'm coaching ninth graders and and eighteens. So I literally was not coaching another team. I was only coaching 18 goal because that was supposed to be like the story. Like, okay, we, we did this and I was a CO at the same time. So my I have I had I had my retirement. My wife had her retirement. So in that thought process, so that was gonna be the game plan. But um you could tell at 12 years old that Megan was going to be special and she wanted to be a Corona angel. And, and I was like, okay, man. And so that's what I said is that man. So from that point that I knew, like, it's crazy to say in the first day that, that I was going to coach her and I was going to be with her for the rest of her life. So, I mean, that's just a, it's a crazy thought process, but like I say, man, she always talks about what I did for her, but really at the end of the day, it's really kind of what she did for me.
1: Well, I'd say she's gone on to have a, a really great career. And I, I'm gonna thank Megan Faremo for keeping Marty Tyson in, in the yeah. game. That's important That's, too. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned you kind of briefed over it on the letters, but between you know, one of the first times I I heard about Marty Tyson was from your alumni who talked about how much they love you going back to this famous Christmas party that you have. And I'm pretty sure you also write some letters to your seniors. So which I love because if people are watching Marty Tyson, like, man, this, this coach is hard on his players, but really right. this guy loves his players and his players know that. Can you share the the Christmas party story in, in the letters?
0: Yeah. Well, see what it is, is this though, with the letters, is that it's, it, it's, it's, it's always this, right. And it's so it's, it, it's, it's sad, but it's the truth. You're, you're, you're only going to be judged on the last week of your season that's what really it is. At the end of the day, it's like, okay, where did you finish? So, what I started doing was every nationals, I would write them an apology letter. Like, okay, I know this week I'm going to holler at you. I know this is going to be this and the other, but I want you to focus on the year that you have and just understanding that you had a great year. You've done this, you accomplished this, you accomplished this. And during this week, when I get on you, I want you to go back and read that letter, like, what you mean to me, what what type of year that you had. And so then, man, it, it is, it, it's, it's just something that we do. It's something that, well, that I do is that so we, we, we want to make sure that, and you know, it's crazy, like, you know, and you look like these things like like Megan that has a box where she got every letter I written. You know what I mean? Like, man, this is like these kids still have the letters and you start under Morgan Stewart, like man, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like What it is, and so that is just part of 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 our of our program. And and like I said, I don't make all the coaches do. I don't know who does it or whatever, but I just do it for my 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 players. Is that and making sure that they don't let no matter how the last week ends, that it doesn't define one softball doesn't define who you are as a person. It's, It's it happens, and I think that that's the the thing that. That, that that players just not just females but players were it's softball's great but it's not the end all end all and so then you start understanding like man that you don't judge yourself as a as a person of of how well a softball player you are and so you start understanding that thought process of and it just it just has come on and then we we started doing a the christmas party it's it's just all the teams, uh, we come together. Uh, we started in Pomona Mining Company as a s- small team and, and our Christmas party each year we've grown and grown. And so now we do it at at, uh, at the Sheridan and, and the fairgrounds and it's over, you know, 1,100 people. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, so man, the, the Christmas party, I didn't, the, the seniors give senior speeches. So man, it's, you know, people have waited you know covid took that away for us for 2 years so this is the first class in the last 3 years because of covid and, and the restrictions that had senior speeches so there are, these kids have been we had a lot of kids who've been here since they were 9 years old and they've been listening to all these speeches and they 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 had to get to be able to share their senior speech so that's what kind of makes it special like in in that man uh, like going out in, 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 in and speaking on on just how you grew up in this program because these kids have absolutely grown up in this program.
1: I, I love that. And you don't see that as often anymore either these days, right? When yeah. you start starting a program and ending a program. So yeah. it's nice to actually see that progression and you get to carry that athlete all the way through.
0: Yeah, so you get to see them like, man, from getting their driver's license, the braces, braces on, braces off you know, car, you know what I mean? All those things, you know what I mean? You start understanding of, of of how and what they do. Yes, absolutely.
1: I want to ask you to to share this story, if you're okay with it, because I remember talking about being a correctional officer. Was it 28 years? Is that what did I get to Yes, 28 years. years. At a male prison. And you used to ask your male prisoners certain questions, right? And you asked it that so that you could help your own female athletes. Can you share absolutely. a couple of those stories?
0: Yeah. Well, like I say, um, I worked at seg. you know, worked at seg for like 12 years, you know? And so, and understanding like an ad neither you're, you're worse, you're, you're dealing with the worst of the worst, or those guys who need protection, you know, from the general population. And so, you know, people who hurt women need protection in prison. So that's just the bottom line. And so one of the things that, that, that I asked the guy, I was like, man, you know, he's a predator. And so I'm like, and being a predator, like how does your mind think, you know, cause I'm serving him breakfast every day. He's in the cell locked up for 23 hours a day to get out for yard one hour a day. So he's in a cell. And so I, 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 I would go, I'd have to, I'm, I'm feeding them. I, I get their. I, I give them the food. I then you know, I have to get the food back. So all the things that, that you're doing, you're dealing with these people every single day. And so, man, I'm like, okay, well, what, what makes you think? What makes you tick? And so, man, that uh, one of the guys has said that, well, the biggest thing is one, and then it's affected me how I raised my daughters and what they would wear. He was like, man, I would pick girls out was that I would pick them out, like who had to, who's gonna be the least amount of work. So, man, like, hey, what are they wearing? Like, hey, what are you wearing? So, man, like, Bro, so that was tough in my household, like, to hear that, so I was like, oh, man, you know, like, it's sad, like, you know, like, these guys, and and they're like, okay, well, man, maybe a nun would be off limits. No, the problem is the nun have all the clothes, you know what I mean? They're not not thinking that way, so they're not thinking religious way, and so you start understanding that thought process that, okay, well, man, the, the the person that has, I can do the least amount of work is the person that have the least amount of clothes on is the person I'm going to pick. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay. And then the, the second thing that he said was that, like, you know, you would, you can pick the, the who's not going to put up a fight. You don't want to have, a, you don't want to have to tussle and have a big fight on your hands with with someone you, you're you going to do this to. And he was like, well, I always by scanning room, I would look and look in, look in their eyes and see, like, someone who would stare back at you, it looks like they may have a little, have more fight in them than someone who couldn't make strong eye contact. They could not make strong eye contact, then those are the ones who's probably not going to put up a fight. And so as I tell everybody, like, so if you're, you're a crown angel, Dude, that's one of the things that I'm like. Oh no, strong eye, uh, strong eye contact is an absolute must. Like, no way. You don't. You don't even know. Like, you know what I mean? And and half the time, I like when people first come over to our program. I'm like, I tell them like, just dude, uh, strong eye contact is no. That's it's 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 absolutely. You don't know what that signifies. You as a as a female and me culture, women and, and young girls, is that you understand that. Strong eye contact, man, determines a lot of things. How people, even perception is reality, right? So, how, what do people perceive? And so that's what I, t- I tell people that thought process. You know what but, I mean? I, valuable
1: Life lessons there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so, man, that's a that's you know it's it's something near and dear to me. And I, and I, I wanna I wanna say her name. Her name is uh, Amina Tella. Dude, you want to talk about a girl who learned that and, like, man, that she's a, she's a junior now in Dina. She's a pitcher. She's going to LMU. You want to talk about a fierce, like, uh, uh, stare back at you. Oh, my God, bro. That that little girl there, bro, she got the meanest stare back. Like, hey, dude, the mean Like, man, we'll have stare-down contests. Like, who's going to blink first? You know what I mean? Like, that little girl there, man, what a tough cookie. You know what I mean? So you start understanding it. <laughs>
1: I love it. Well, one, of the, we're going to talk about some of your Corona Angel players who want to put you on the spot later. But what about? You know, there's so many life lessons that you're teaching through some of those. I've heard you say a couple of things that I think are interesting that are good for parents. One, you carry a large roster, and there's a mm-hmm. reason for that, which some people might be like, "He's got so many players in the dugout." The other is I've heard you say the season starts bracket play in Colorado. Wow. Can you explain, you know, why you do those two things and and what that means in the development of your players?
0: And, and, I, and I tell people, like, until you, have these people have it, went through it. And so, you know, Dina's 38 years old, going to be 39. And, and one of the things that, that like, Gary Henning, great coach, uh, amazing coach, national champion coach. Um, well, man, we had like 14 or 15 when Dina was a senior on Gary's team. And, man, we got to Washington, and it was 23. Twenty-three players, Teresa Wilson, and man, that Dina started off as she hit a home run her first college at bat, and you know, man, and it and it's so funny she kept telling me that she was getting hits, and then I was telling Dina like, dude, you got to check with these people because on on a on on online on your stats you only got one hit, you know? She was totally lying the whole time that she was getting a hit there. I was two for three, this, that, and the other, and so then. Man, we followed Dina uh because I was in Hawaii. Then I went to Tucson and she was absolutely struggling. And Dina was on a full ride and she had a walk on starting ahead of her. And man, that and then in Tucson, I was literally we we're there for three days, maybe three at least three days. And I was ducking Teresa Wilson the whole time. Just ducking Teresa Wilson, embarrassed. You know what I mean? Just embarrassed. And Teresa said something that set our standard to this day, but it really, as I tell everybody who is in this organization, it was for the kids in my home. And so Teresa Wilson told me, when Dina learns she has to hit to play, it was in Arizona, Tucson, Arizona. When Dina learns she has to hit to play, she's gonna be okay. And I said said that day on my way back home, we was coming from Tucson, that would be the last coach to ever tell me that as a parent, that my daughter would have to learn that she has to hit the play. So, man, when we started the Corona Angels, Dina was 14. So you start understanding it. So uh, Victoria was nine. And, man, even in 18 and under, that first year in 18, I had 18 players on the team. Because, like, man, as you start understanding that thought process, like, and so that, that was really for Victoria and making sure that my kids weren't the best players on the team, that they had to understand about fighting and understanding that thought process of what you're doing and how you're doing it. And so then, you know, again, it just, every, every year, Did now, you you look at so many players, I think my players excel, like, we excel in college, you know, like, I, I tell you, we, we do weekly things like I don't know what it's going to probably it's, it's over now. Anyway, today's Monday. But I love the college season because what it does is it shows like what our kids are doing. We we've had a, a player of the week every week in college. Every we have, we, we've had a player of the week. Every week. That the season has been going, we, we, we've had we've had we had four players in one week. You know what I mean? And so, and it, and, it, and it's de- the demographic of everywhere. You know what I mean? So that's what saying. we, we, we had a kid, we had a kid from Hawaii, Rutgers. We had, we, hell Kali San was back to back big 10 player of the week from Rutgers.
1: Toss- he, Toss- yeah,
0: exactly. And Canada Kaneda was the freshman of the week in Nebraska last week in the big 10. And so, you know, Megan Faremo and, and it does what she does, and so you start understanding that thought process you know and, and and that that long journey, you know what I mean, and so that's the that's the whole deal right there is that's where the rosters come from is that at the end of the day you look at these rosters of college, especially now that the covid is going on and this that, and the other, is that the kids that are that they' you know got these uh small rosters then they go to college and like you know who else before this even covid and we used to do i I sent a lot of my kids to to him was clint Clint myers you know what i mean bro oh my god arizona state he would he would carry i remember leslie rogers graduated 2007. leslie rogers and she's she excelled there you know what a national championship and all those things and she was like marty the other kids because clint was in 2007 at 27 players (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying so so that's man we just him and robert wagner man my kids they just excelled there you know what i mean and just that's the the whole environment of it you know what i mean
1: thanks for the memory that was 2008 when they beat us for the national championship yeah oh yeah hello
0: Hello. yeah leslie rogers bad second (laughs) is that hello absolutely man
1: Marty, is it when you and by the way, when you mentioned your daughter, Victoria, Tori, she's the head coach at, at Howard University right now. Was it you told a story about talking about, hey, I don't want my kid to be the best player on the team where they have to learn. Right. They learn the role. They they compete. They got a hit to be in the lineup. Was it Tori that you had go knock on the door of a coach and say that she wasn't going to play? You told a story at one point of one of your daughters.
0: was no. That- it was Tori when we were in, and when she was a freshman, because we, we had Molly Hill, our number one pitcher had was recovering from knee surgery. And so, bro, we're, 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 we we're, we're short, we were short that year. And so we were starting in Arizona and we're, we're playing Northwestern who was like number one at the time. And I'm like, man, I'm a parent. And I'm like, Victoria's pitching against Northwestern as a freshman. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, I've got my head down and this side and the other. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, she threw five strong innings, right? And I'm like, oh my God. And and I asked Rhonda Reville, like, why did you pitch Victoria? And she says, Tori came and knocked on her door and said she wanted the ball. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude. And so that's what I say about that mentality of, of, of what we try to raise them is that understanding like, man, are you crazy? You, not, you knocked on the door to, and you were a freshman throwing every bit of 59, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, dude. so that's what I say about mindsets of, 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 of the kids. You know what I mean? Is that it, you, it's easy. See without one or the other, like uh, that's why the kids with, who are super talented, they, they excel at the next level, the Rachels and the Shays and all these guys and Stephanie Rosa, Amber Freeman. I can just, You know, they just go, 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 go. It's that because they're talented, but the, the part of it, it goes hand in hand. You can be talented, but you don't have that, that killer, that mindset. Or you could have the mindset, but not as talented. Tori was that kid who had a killer mindset, but not just probably as talented as, like as Rachel, you know what I mean? But, man, I remember she pitched against Arizona State that weekend. I'm like, dude, this is 2007. Crock, Crock, exactly. Kaitlyn uh, 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 Crocken, Crocken, all those other man. That lineup was loaded. Are you crazy? You know, know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Hello, and here's a here's a here's a kid that is a, is a crazy thing. Is she never got a start for me? You know what I mean? Like she never got a start for me. Your daughter, uh, your daughter,
1: know yeah, I mean?
0: never got a start for me at nationals. She never started for me one game in nationals. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about, like understanding the thought process of, and being around, finding your way to still be a leader like she was a leader of that ball club. And, and and, and you know, man, you, you got Leah Macon, you know what I mean? And, and Stephanie LaRosa, Brittany LaRosa. So, man, and you start under, understanding that thought process. And so, man, she was def- Jessica Hall, all these good stories with Dom, Dominique. With, with, with all those. So Dominique was with... With, with my 2010 class, because she was the, the same thing, like their roles, you know what I mean? Like, man, nah, bro, you gotta, you're going to have to, you have to, you ain't nobody giving nothing to nobody, you know what I mean? You're going to have to earn it. And so that's the the biggest thing that's that we great. do here. That's so absolutely. great. I
1: think, think uh, Tori's leadership has, uh, has paid off in her. Yeah, absolutely. At the coaching ranks. Marty, yeah. I want to switch. Um, so when you talk about COVID talk about 2020, well, that's when we started the Alliance and you were actually one of the our last pieces of the puzzle to to bring together to for the alliance but what i i'm just interested in, we haven't visited this but why why did you become a part why are the corona angels a part of the alliance fast pitch and what do you want to see out of all of us working together with the alliance
0: well i'm gonna say that uh, and, and again it's it's uh i started thinking this way like is this just like I said, again, nothing against nobody, but I'm saying in Southern California, when, you know, cause I was, was you know, I was kind of like the last person to commit to it was that in the end, man? I'm, I'm kind of a loyal dog in that regard. But when I started thinking about, all right, well, in Southern California, that when you start saying, okay, Mercado, uh, firecrackers, batbusters. I'm like, you know, I'm saying in my perspective, like just being straight up with everybody out there, like, I'm like, okay, well, all right, well, you look at who's going to be in Southern California. I said, Southern California. I'm like, okay, well, there's, there's me, there's Bruce, Choppers, a couple of the people that in PGF. And I'm like, in Southern California, I'm like, at the end of the day, I kind of still want my kids to, like, is he uh, Got ton at um, LMU. She was an in and out starter for us. She's the number three batter for LMU. And one of the things is that the kids, because my kids play against the best competition in the country week in and week out. So then those are the same kids that you're going to face in college. And so these kids see and understand the thought process of what it takes where some kids never see these, these elite players. You know, you never see the Oklahoma kids. You never see this kid. Man, we, we look at everybody like, you know, we have a, a good brotherhood rivalry with Scott of the Bombers. So we're gonna play Scott every year. You know what I mean? We usually do. You know what I mean? And so somewhere, some we always gonna wind up playing Scott somewhere. And the same thing with Kevin Shelton, all those guys is that our kids, are playing the best players, and so that was a big part of it. Like, okay, well, man, at the end of the day, I, I, if I won a national championship, I, like I said, I took third, I took fifth, but it's it's if I want if I win a national championship, I want to say that I, I beat the best that was there out there. And so, at the end of the day, like I say again, that I met at Butterfield Park. You guys don't know that I met, met I met Mike Stith at Butterfield Park, and in Corona. And like I said, I sat down with him and I said, man, you know, just, you know, again, like the perception of everybody was like Mike and Tony, he's trying to take away from everything, this, that, and the other. And I was like, man, at the, at the end, I, you know, again, cause I'm, you know, I'm, I don't really follow a lot of people in this. And so I kinda, you know, like just, just tipping the scales of what was gonna happen or this, that, and the other. And, and I told Mike that I was gonna come. And, but I was like, dude, uh, it's got to all be for the right reasons. I still feel that the two people to play for the national championship should have a return berth. I think that, and I say that at, 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 at all, all the time. And I say is this, and the other thing that it, that it did is it's made our kids, it's changed the game because then like this, right? Even as, as managers, like if, this, if parents are listening to this, what this has done is you've never had to show your hand to your parents until national championships because we already all of us already had bursts and not only that we some of us have multiple births, you know what I mean to 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 the national championship so you never had to qualify this is brought back where kids are playing competitive uh, they're they, they have to earn it you know what I mean nothing's given and 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 that's part of the game that I love and and we're back to traveling you know what I mean like. Indiana like you know what I mean like the kids are the girls are the players are they haven't had this like they're enjoying going from different states and doing these things and experiencing different things of what we what we're doing and playing in in elite stadiums you know what I mean so man you start understanding that of of what we're doing and how we're doing it so that's I I say the game I'm making a game about the players and 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 also uh, getting the uh, getting the, the 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 college players to come, I'm I'm so proud of that. You know what I mean of having our teams uh, playing and they were playing against the Olympic team. All those things of of what were of of the big picture, of, of of what Alliance is about. And then so you you have all of us coming together, and it's like it's so funny, right? Because we're we're a startup company, and I I'm gonna say that. So like you brought up the Alliance, so is that? Is that everybody thinks we're making a ton of money? You know what I mean. Like if everybody knew, like, <laughs> like, like, hey, wait a minute, like to get going, we had to like give, we had to give more money to finish this the first year. That's a true story. Like you know, it's so funny. Like you know, it's it's so funny. Like uh, uh, that, how the perception of everybody is, and is, and, it's, and, and 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 this is what I, I I say this right. I'm gonna say this in the alliance. Uh, I'm gonna say the person I've got to know the best is. Tony Rico. And if everybody else would got to know, like, oh, he's a money guy, this, a money guy, this. Tony Rico is a, is a great businessman in that regard. But like I say, just the, the, the quality and understanding the thought processes of how he thinks. He thinks, like I say, we're, we all have our own strengths and our weaknesses, and 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 and, and you, like, you're like, you like the referee. You're like the person that keeps us all in. That's what I tell everybody. There's basically, the Lions is a bunch of, softball coaches you know what I mean with Jamie like okay this way this way this way you know what I mean and understanding that thought process so we've all got to work together and and doing those things and so that's at the end we all want want the best product uh we want um uh for uh, for the game to grow and, and and I think that it is growing and you start understanding the thought process of of of, of what we're doing and, and that's a huge part of of the Alliance and it's, 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 it's the sums of its parts. And so all of us are are, are making it into one and it's a voice across the whole country. And it's just not one voice or two voices or three voices. It's, it's it, the different leagues and everybody like, okay, well, man, what are we, what are we doing and understanding the thought process of, of the, of those things. It's so fun. One day
1: we'll have to to record our, uh, our meetings and all the personalities and <laughs> refereeing all the uh, all the coaches but
0: absolutely
1: marty i'm gonna finish it up with just a i'm gonna first name that comes to mind okay so no right or wrong answer just kind of the the first name that comes to mind or names who what's the best corona angels team of all time
0: oh <laughs> without doubt Uh, 2011, because like I said, again, I want you to, I want you to realize this. Well, we, we, like I say, we, we, this is the reason like Rachel, I should have brought Rachel up, but I didn't 2011. We lost 12 to 11 to Allie Carter, the two time Pac-12 pitcher of the year. We scored 11 runs off for Amber Freeman, who was a, a Pac-12 Player of the Year, Stephanie De Rosa. man, we were loaded, man, we were absolutely loaded. We lost two games, and the lowest game that they scored, we lost four to five. We lost five to four, and so that's what I'm saying is that, man, that that team was absolutely loaded. And so as you start understanding those things of 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 players, and I and I say like this of all the players, because I've only said this to one player in, in my coaching career, is that, you know, it's always, we've always had like a, a little bit of bad luck in that regard is that, you know, I wouldn't bring back college players. You know, I didn't bring back college players at the beginning. And so then, and, in, in 2008, when we, we played uh, hurricanes, uh, Marty, them, they beat us in a championship game, but that, uh, I only had two college players on that team, and, and it, but still, it was, yep, Leah Macon and Morgan Stewart. And so, but before them, I wasn't even I wasn't bringing back college kids. So my kids were Southern Illinois Force. Gary them, Gary them. Come on, them. yeah, they hello. beat us.
1: They beat hey, us in 0-4 Marietta. I remember hey, that. Hey,
0: hey, man, we beat them in Colorado. Then we, I was so dumb because. Uh, Gary got me because we beat him in Colorado. Courtney Martinez, my first 18 team. That, like I said, just about wins. Everybody looks at wins. No, those kids started our program. Imagine we went from 14 to nationals, dude. And then we decided after nationals and normal, I went from 14s to 18s. And I'm like, I did a tryout and there was hardly no one showed up for the tryout for the 18s. So, cause I was bringing my 14 team up. So Courtney came. And, and and I say, man, that, well, you're on the team, because that's who showed up. And that team, we wound up taking fifth in Georgia, and we lost to Southern Illinois fours. but that was the fourth game. We beat them three straight, and they had the, the pitcher who was like the freshman pitcher of the year from the SEC. They were all college kids. I
1: remember that. They beat us. All <laughs>
0: college kids. Yes, all <laughs> college kids. And here we are uh Brittany Rose as a sophomore, Stacy uh, N- Nelson, uh you know what I mean like man, oh, wow. yeah, hello Stacy Nelson was a junior. you did so that's what I tell everybody like you start understanding that thought process of yeah you know of, of the thought and it, we were dude I, I I literally I don't have it now, but I I literally stole the bracket. I stole it because we were the we were the, the four undefeated left. There's only four defeaters left. And out of all these guys, we were the only California team left in the winner's bracket. We was the only California team left in the winner's bracket. And man, I took the bracket.
1: You know what Tyson I mean? stole the bracket.
0: Yeah, I just took the bracket, bro. I'm like, dude, I went <laughs> to we took the bracket. And so, like I said again, that we've had some great people and great players. And I say, man, that you knew kids were gonna be great, but I'm gonna say, I, I always say this, cause I've only told this to one player. And since I've been coaching that the year that I thought we were going to like win it uh, because we uh, we had done well when we were juniors, we played a national championship and lost to Gary Dale and the PGF and we're going to be seniors. Rachel Garcia and Shay Knight knew we're, they're, they're, we're, we're all right, OK, they're going to we're going to win this. And so the crazy thing is Rachel made a junior national team and they, they took Rachel. But then Rachel tore ACL. And so then we had a freshman come up to 18s because Rachel, now we didn't, Rachel was, and we didn't know what we are going to do. And so Megan, as a ninth grader, as a 14-year-old, pitched us the fifth. And in that, before we started that tournament, this is the first time I ever told any player, and she wasn't even a pitcher, I says, man, all right, we don't got Rachel. And I'm going to tell you right now, we can't depend on a 14-year-old, but we did. I, says, I told Shea Knight, that you're going to have to win. I don't know what game you're going to have to win, but you are going to have to win a game for me, for us. You're going to have to. And it was a cruiser game. Megan got beat up a little bit. We're down three nothing. And Shay came up and and scored, drove in four of our five runs. And we won five to four and we beat the cruisers. You know what I mean? And and Yes, exactly. And, and Megan... We lost to the athletics and they picked up the girl, Mark. Uh, oh my God. She went to Tennessee when, when, when athletics made it to the championship, Megan lost to her one nothing as a 14 year old, Marty. Oh, my, I can't think of her name, but anyway, they'll, they'll like I say, we've, we've had some great teams and, and, and great players and, and in those careers of, of, of what they have done. But like I say, it's been a good ride. You know what I mean? And so you start understanding the thought process of each time I, I say, man, my players make me famous. I tell I tell my kids like I'm not the corona Angels are famous, but it's my players that make me famous and I tell them I tell I tell these kids I tease them I'm like, oh, when you get to college I'm probably not going to be famous anymore. you know what I mean because it's my players who do make me famous. And so that's what I say is again is that it, it's it's their exploits. it's what they do and you start understanding that thought process of 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 how and you start figuring out those things.
1: Speaking of those players, and you've mentioned a lot of them. Who's the most athletic player you've ever coached?
0: Uh, like I say, uh, but it was a while ago, years ago. But uh, Brittany Rosa, probably the best athlete we've we've had. You know what I mean? She graduated in two thousand six. But man, run, run, throw, uh, do just pitch, do it, do do every, just flat out do everything. You know what I mean? You start understanding that, but man. Uh, Jessica Strogans, you can put her up in there as far as athletes. Oh my God, you know what I mean? It's just we've we, we've been blessed to have uh, some great athletes in this program. You know what I mean? And so that's it, it. Just goes without saying. And Stephanie Rosso could, you know, Stephanie Rosso was our number three batter, and Amber Trim was our number four batter. And we always tell the story. Amber had that big ass brace on, and wanted to know why she ain't the number three batter you know I me mean? i'm like hey with two out stephanie could still second and there's a run for you so it's like man it's those and 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 those kids who are uh tatum edwards absolutely phenomenal played outfield run throw do do, do oh my god man you you, just, you 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 just see those kids and but all of them just just killers and 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 a, and a, and a person that that's a good athlete is also, Rachel Garcia, you know what I mean? And start understanding the thought process, like athletes, you know what I mean? Sort understanding that thought process is where we really push our pitchers to be athletic.
1: That's where I figured that could go many ways. What about the, uh, the biggest surprise?
0: Sam Williams, Iowa State. Like everybody, after her freshman year, everybody in the country was reaching out to me about Sam Williams. You know what I mean? And you start understanding that thought process and so I always tell people about the, 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 there's a bridge to this you know I coached the ninth graders Dina coaches the 16 and then I coached the 18s so there's a there's a there's a Tyson bridge we can't deny that part but like Jada Cecil she she never she never and that's what I say about she played for Shanita her whole time and then I got her as a senior and so in that whole year that that she only got one year. Like I tell all these people, like, you know, you'll see kids in this program. I've coached them like three other their four years of high school. Like cause I'm, I'm the ninth grade coach. So I get them in the ninth grade and that's where I kind of like, all right, who's going to go where I, I can that's why I do the ninth grade. Like, so I can weed it out. Like what this, get, get all the, all the ideas of who, how they think, what they do. And Sam Williams, was another one I didn't really I didn't coach in the ninth grade and and I got her you know in in, in 18 level and so man it was like you know it's 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 a different kind of fire you know what I mean and so you got to feel that fire a little bit and so she never in the ninth grade it gives you an opportunity like okay I get him a little bit just a little bit you know what I mean I get how he is so you get a get you get a prep year well those kids who ain't never got a prep year when you get to 18s like you're the 18s and this your first year like being around me and how I am Man, it's a shock. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what the hell? You know what I mean? And so you start understanding that thought process. And I tell everybody, Dina's more like a college coach because man, I'm 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 in them and I'm in their butt a lot. And, but in college, you got to motivate yourself. You know what I mean? And so that's way we start understanding that thought process.
1: What about so, most challenging player?
0: Most challenging player. Uh she'd be up there. Um, I would say BD Bates. Cause man, she was she was another great athlete and and doing all the things like just teaching the game to that she was going to be an all-American and she was going to go on and win a national championship and understand understanding those style process. Cause she came, she was another one that came from the came into the program at the goal level, so she never got no prepping, no nothing, and so she start understanding. And then like she came from you know a team. I'm not going to say the team, but she came from the team and like she was the best player. Then she came into our team. You know what I mean? And that while well, I'm online, make sure that I said Brooke Phipps, who went to Fresno State. Unbelievable athlete. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. She ran a 40 like a guy. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> wow. unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Brooke Phipps. You know what I mean? Just unbelievable. And All
1: right, so, last, oh, sorry. No. I was gonna say last question. I'm gonna switch it. Best player you've ever coached against in Travel Ball. Um uh, and you know, I, I always say this,
0: Haylorence, hey, Florida. She's absolutely, like I say, because you got to do it in in these in these in this in these things. The that's the best hitter, and then the the best pitcher. Uh, my, so, Lorraine.
1: Was it Lorenz? Is
0: that yeah, Lorenz, Amanda Lorenz was okay. the best hitter, and um, Monica Abbott was good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so yeah, exactly. So <laughs> hello. So as I say, pitchers, and you start understanding that thought process of 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 the people that you're not surprised who they are. You know what I mean? And I was like, man, Amanda Lorenz, man, what a tough out, dude. Just a tough ass out. You know what I mean? Just she was. And so like I say, ziana uh, Yeah, absolutely. And you start understanding it.
1: Well, Marty, I, I appreciate it. I uh, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us.
0: All right, absolutely. Thank you.